Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you are. I hope everyone having a great day. And I hope everyone is in the best of health. This is going to be a real touchy subject for me. It's called Mommy Issues. Mm. I'm quite sure you guys, maybe not everybody, but some of y'all can relate. Mommy Issues. My mother is deceased. She's been deceased for 24 years. And I'm going to start off like that. Um, a sad thing. I almost feel cheated. And for the wrong reasons. Like I should feel cheated because I didn't get to spend time with her. But I feel cheated because I didn't get to ask her all the whys and how could you's. And still today, you know, sometimes I get angry and, and just feel cheated that how dare you? How how dare you die before I can, you know, question you as an adult? But anyway, you know. I have to live with that. Um, just growing up in my mother's eyes, I was never good enough for her. I had two brothers, one older and one younger, and those were her boys. And I just was passed around from family member to family member. I lived with her sometimes, not often. But I live with my family members raised me. Yeah, pretty much her aunts and uncles raised me. Thank God, though, you know, I say that I was passed around in the family, but I'm grateful in a way because when I was with her, I was being sexually abused, physically abused, mentally abused. And um, it, it was awful. And I often wonder, you know, why, what did I do so bad to her, you know, that she treated me like this? I can remember one time, and and I'm sharing, I'm sharing because um, it, it helps. It really does. One of my listeners was like, um, it must, it, it's probably therapeutic. And you know what? I never thought about it like that. I just be sharing because I like to talk. But it is actually therapeutic for me because I get to get stuff out, you know? And um, it's it's a good thing. It's part of healing to get things out because when you hold on to them, mm, they'll tear you up inside. And I guess this is my outlet. So this is, this was, this is good. This is good. And thank you guys for listening. So, but anyway, when I was a little girl, you know, I can remember her just calling me out my name. It was one particular night. We were in our house and the electric was cut off. And we, she, her, her and one of my cousins had went to the store. And she told us not to, you know, move, just sit on the couch. And my older brother, we couldn't have been no older than I couldn't have been no older than eight or nine. So my oldest brother was 10 or 11 and my youngest brother was six or seven. But anyway, so my oldest brother felt like he would light a candle and the candle caught the cover on fire. 
and my mother was coming up at the time. And now that I'm an adult, I could see where the panic sat in and everything. But we all got, you know, disciplined for it. We got our butts tore up, even though we didn't do it. But now I could see the panic why she spanked us all. But she sent us to bed and we were waiting for her to come back with the food. We were hungry. So I go, we go get in the bed and I'm finna get a little explicit. So excuse me. But she was like, all right, y'all pissy motherfuckers come in here and get this food. And so when she was saying that, you know, I told my brothers, I was like, y'all come on. I was like, she's telling us to come eat. Of course I was hungry. And when we got in there, no, my brothers, my brothers was like, she ain't talking to us. I was like, yes, she is. But it's, I'm telling you this because I'm telling you about my mommy issues. And the way that she talked to me, I couldn't differentiate between if she was talking to me or what actually happened. Now, so I go in there and I say, um, okay, I'm here to eat. And I got another whooping. She was like, what you thought I was playing? I said, well, you told us to come eat. She said, I was talking to the cats, the little kittens we had. So what's that telling you? That's the kind of voice that I had over me daily. Um, I had mommy issues because my mother was on drugs. Excuse me, but she was a functioning drug addict. She kept a job. You know, she kept somewhere to stay, although we didn't have lights and water all the time, but she did. And we went hungry plenty of times, plenty of times. I used to have to steal and stuff to feed me and my youngest brother. And it was just awful, you know. And then when I turned 16, she tells me that. She never liked me from the day I was born. That's not something you tell a 16-year-old. And then leading up to that, when I used to live with her, you know, she let one of her boyfriends molest, molest me purposely. And then I don't know if she knew about the others, but it happened. And, you know, it was just like this little girl wanting her mom. One, I've never heard her tell me she loves me. She wasn't affectionate. There was just no love between us two, and I just couldn't figure out why. And that's all. That, that's what I did. I lived to please her, but nothing I did satisfied her. Nothing I did pleased her, and I mean, I tried. The more she turned me down, the harder I tried. And six months before she passed, me and her got into an argument and she told me, you know, to never speak to her again. And to know her to is to know that she meant just what she said. So I, I honored her wishes. And for six months, I didn't bother. I didn't try to reach out to her or anything because my whole life, you know, she treated me like shit. And when she said those words to me, I was like, oh, she really meant it. I felt it in my heart. I was 20, 20, six months later, she died of a stroke and I felt like shit because I didn't try to talk to her, but I respected her wishes. And so on goes more mommy issues because now she's dead and 
I can't say what I need to say to her and get the responses that I probably wasn't going to get the correct response that I wanted. But any response, I guess, would have done good. At least I would have heard something. But now I'm a mother. And I'm the total opposite. Her mother didn't raise her. And she treated her kids, well, treated me like shit. She treated my brothers pretty fairly. But her being mistreated by her mother, that should have made her a good mother. But she followed protocol. Followed the suit. So what did I do? I broke it. I'm not going to treat my kids like this. We not going to live like this. This cycle ends here. Me and my children, I have three girls and one boy and I'm raising my nephew. My oldest daughter and I, we are on rocky terms right now. She is just, she's under a bad influence. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And I love my baby. But I I pretty much have a great relationship with my kids. You know, I know they're not going to tell me everything. I ain't that gullible. But for the most part, they talk to me. And they let me know, you know, pretty much everything. I mean, I talk to them about sex, about boys, about girls, about life, about finances, about them getting their passports, about traveling, with the passports about college we talk about everything there's nothing that's left off the board suicide bullying all of that i mean life stds anything you could think of we talk about um because i want them to feel comfortable and i want to i i want the relationship that i wanted with my mother and even though i'm a mother and she's gone and you know i built this relationship with my kids i still long for that I still long for her. That's I think that's going to be an emptiness in me, that little spot. I still long for her. And even though spiritually I connect with her, she's not in the flesh for me to hug and touch. And, you know, so I do feel cheated. But I've come to be at peace. As I said, sometimes I get upset when I think about it. But for the most part... You know, it's not as bad as it used to be. I'm healing from it. And you, as I've said in my other um, segments, you have to heal. You have to. You have to begin to heal because if you don't, you just bleed all over people. And if I wouldn't have begun to heal, I would have bled all over my children. You know, and they would have had mommy issues. And God knows that I don't want the cycle to continue. So I'm glad that I was the cycle breaker and I still have mommy issues, but there's nothing that I can't work through when it arises. And I hope that, you know, if you have a mommy issues, if your mom is still alive, try to mend that, try to get those unresolved issues, you know, handled because once they're gone, there's, there's no more physical contact you can talk to them spiritually but not physically if you got a daughter and y'all not well try to mend that you know if it can't be mended if it's past mending then you know just leave it in God's hands and that's all you can do don't worry yourself about it if you know you did all you can do
But I just want to encourage each and every one of you who are listening to just keep your head up. That childhood trauma you went through, those mommy issues, daddy issues, friend issues, whatever kind of issues you got, you can work through them. Y'all have a great night, great morning, great evening, wherever you are. And I will too. Good night.